1: 2025
4: QX80 coming this summer.
2: Creamy. Crunchy. Creamy. Crunchy. Creamy. Crunchy. Creamy. Crunchy. 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 Food court.
3: The court order
5: is in the court. There will be no talking uh, until I say that there is talking because I'm the judge. Welcome to Food Court, a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Richard Blaze and I'll be your host and your judge in this courtroom until season two when perhaps we get a jury. I don't know if budget will allow, but I will settle your food fights with what I can only hope is the wit and wisdom of a young Judge Judy, Crystal <laughs> writing that in there. I'm glad you said young Judge Judy, although I feel like Judge Judy in her in her years obtains more wisdom as you get older. She's so. Ageless, absolutely. She is uh, joining us in the court today. We have two people who only met in person when they walked into this studio just now, but they've known of each other's opinions long enough to know they're very. Very wrong. And need to be taken down a peg or two. Our first guest is a stand-up comedian, writer, and podcaster. It's Teresa Lee.
3: What's up?
5: <laughs> Teresa Lee in the house. What's going on?
3: Not much. I just moved. I'm very excited to Ooh. to talk about uh, strong opinions of mine that are probably incorrect. Please at me if you disagree. I love the haters, so...
5: Oh, I love that too. <laughs> Hashtag the haters. Like you just moved, like you're happy to see furniture in the studio. Like yes, that sort of Yeah, move?
3: yeah, exactly. Very
5: cool. <laughs> and taking on Teresa today, we have a chef here in Los Angeles who can be seen on the Cooking Channel stuffing his
4: face with <laughs> delicious food. It's Bradley Miller. What's up? Glad to be here. Okay. And I'm glad to be going up against you. I thought you were going into one of your bits, and you're like, I just moved.
3: Uh, oh, no. You know, like, I
4: just thought that was going into it. I'm like, oh, she's going to go into it.
3: A- no, I don't do bits. Oh. Uh, no.
5: <laughs> okay, order, order. There'll be uh, no friendliness so no far. Friendliness. No no, No banter. Uh, listen, <laughs> Teresa, you've brought an incredibly it's hot submissive. topic.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
5: and, and yes, this is sometimes hot. Iced. Ooh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes iced. Oh, sometimes it is a cold topic. Oh. But you will be fighting today about coffee. Yes. Something most of us love and need. Mm-hmm. But first, let's get to know each other a little bit more. Teresa, where are you from and what is your most sentimental food moment?
3: Oh my gosh. Wow. I wasn't prepared to be so emotional and cry today. <laughs> I'm from Palo Alto, California, Bay Area. Um, so sorry about the Niners. I did cry mm. this past weekend. Oh, I don't know oh, when wow. this is airing, but that's fine. I, I did It'll just, still be
5: fresh in everyone's <laughs> memories. I <laughs> did just
3: watch the Super Bowl and just forever. What's my most sentimental food moment?
5: Which is going to be mm. tough because you're from the Bay Area. Yeah, a and lot of good a, food up there. Yeah. And as a Southern California chef, I always say that people from the Bay Area, when they like your food, they just say, I like your food and I'm from the Bay Area. Uh-huh. It's like their that's way so to sort of I don't think that's a
3: compliment. I feel like that's... <laughs> Very pretentious. And I apologize on behalf of those people. extraordinarily pretentious. <laughs> wow, that's nice, fair though. enough. ok. The first thing that comes to mind is my my grandma on my mom's side, who I call Whitepool. um she used to make us we'd go down and visit her in San Diego. and then before we would drive back up to the bay, she would make these like omusubis. They're um like rice balls mm. uh, with like seaweed and little seasoning inside. And she put them in little plastic bags and give it to us on our way up so we could eat them on the car and I just looked forward to it made it because we were always sad to leave her and it made it really nice to just like kind of like have a button on the end of the trip and just remember her on the drive up way to
5: hit us with a real serious sentimental moment grandma is in the game (laughs) the question is the 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 rice balls were they Mm -hmm. finished by the time you got to Santa Barbara
3: uh, we drove up to San, all the way to um, San Jose. Right, yeah, but
5: I mean, so. by, they're oh, probably oh, so see. delicious you yes, couldn't even yeah, get to LA them. Yeah, immediately, yeah, we would immediately
3: finish them and they're then gone. have to poop. Um, no.
5: <laughs> all right, well, that, well, coffee. Here we go. Uh, listen, uh, Bradley, that's going to be tough to beat right there in introductions. But
4: what about you? Where are you from? I'm from originally Ottawa, Illinois, which is outside of Chicago. Mm. I see the Bears hat you have on. It's
5: just because it's got a B and someone sent it to me. Really? So, <laughs> oh, and, and okay. In my mind, this, is, this means blaze, <laughs> but uh, it is a Bears but
4: hat. But it's a, yeah. So, I mean, I grew up uh, outside of Ottawa, my, my um, excuse me, outside of Chicago, and my father is a butcher. So, I'm a chef. That's kind of how it happened. Growing up in the butcher shop with my dad, I would say, like, that is what kind of pushed me into being, going into being a chef. And that's that's I am a chef. That's pretty much my whole identity. That's pretty Mm. much is about me is I don't I don't I don't have anything else going on.
5: All right. Both of you bringing food (laughs) from family memories to the food court today. Teresa, tell us all about the case you've brought to the food court.
3: Okay, this is something I feel strongly about, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for it. I already know, so I'm so sorry to you guys out there, but I'm also not sorry. I don't think coffee should ever cost over $2. I think it's f***ed up that we're out here charging $5 for iced coffee. You walk into a store in LA, you just want to wake the f*** up, and someone's like, $5. And you're like, what? Are you serious? And they don't even give you a straw. Like, what is this? Come on. This is 2020. We should not be paying over $2 for coffee.
5: Mm, well said. Well said. And by the way, my cold brew this morning was $7.50. That's so it's not So it's not even $5. Anymore. Breakfast
3: with food shouldn't cost over $6. <laughs>
5: okay, we're going to get into that. Order, order, <laughs> Teresa. Okay. Bradley, now I assume, of course, you disagree with Teresa.
4: I completely disagree because I, I like to taste my coffee. And there's a whole, which I'll get into, there's a whole <laughs> strew of reasons why coffee mm. should be expensive. And I just like to taste it, love it. Okay, oh.
5: okay, Bradley, we will. <laughs> you'll have your moment to talk here in the food court. But before I listen to your arguments, here in my court, I love to have a quick trivia round before the oral arguments. The winner of the trivia round gets to decide the order you present. Do you have it? Got it? Understand? Got it. Okay, so you both have buzzers in front of you so our audience knows who's buzzing in. Teresa, can you... Let us know the sound of your buzzer. Ooh,
4: the clown (laughs) car.
5: The clown car. And And Bradley. Ooh, who's here? Bradley's here. Brad's here. Who's (laughs) here for dinner? Okay, here we go. We're going to get into our trivia round to decide who presents their case first. Question one here is multiple choice. How many Starbucks locations are there in America? Whoa, without hearing the choices, that was Bradley. (laughs) 272. You are wrong. Oh. Uh, would can you I like hear to- the choices? Yes. Okay, great. Teresa. I didn't think it was gonna be multiple choice. you can keep. Did answering, you say that? Brad? You can keep. I oh did say God. multiple choice, oh my, well. and you have proven that you're a chef. And <laughs> you're <laughs> yes. a t- I'm not listening. Uh, Attention yeah. is not there. Okay, here we go. A is five thousand three hundred. B fifteen thousand one hundred and twenty-seven, and C twelve thousand five hundred and fifty-one. Teresa, you have a chance to answer if you'd like.
3: Ooh, okay. Um,
5: twelve thousand. Twelve thousand is. Incorrect. Oh. Bradley, you, you want to steal it? I'm going to steal B. it. Okay. Um, don't look at my I'm paper. Go, I'm not looking. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Like, oh I can't, gosh. I can't what is going read on? that far away. Chef should not be allowed to I'm going to okay. say B. The answer is B. Oh, yes. okay. Uh, but it is my court and Bradley, because you hit a premature buzzer, the win is going to Teresa. Teresa oh, is up 1-0. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve <laughs> that. At the end of one, also because you looked my way at my paper. I don't know if you looked. that far away, Bradley, order in the court. Order in the court. I am feeling feisty today. It's probably from all the expensive coffee I've had. I've had a lot of coffee But my own opinions will not have anything to do with the verdict today. Question two in the trivia round. How many cups of coffee do I, Richard Mm. Blaze, in case you forgot who you were sitting in front of, usually drink in the morning? How many cups of coffee do I drink? There is no multiple choice.
3: Okay. Hmm.
5: Who's going to chime in here? Okay, Teresa. We
3: know it's at least one because you already said one. So I'm going to go with... But you spent seven fifty. I don't see you spending fifteen dollars in the morning. Ooh, based so. on
5: the way I'm dressed, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, I mean this is. it's just like
3: a lot if you're going to complain about it. But I think you're one of those guys who drinks coffee before you leave the house and then gets a coffee on the way to work. So I'm going to go two.
4: Ooh, two is incorrect. Okay, I think I got this one. I see. so you said you had a cold brew this morning. Okay, so a cold brew. I am seeing you're drinking something that looks like a coffee now. It could be a diet coke, could be a soda, but I'm thinking you go with. One in the morning, one to get you ramped up before the podcast, and one to slow down the day at like 3.30. I'm going to go three. Ooh, Bradley's going to go three,
5: and the answer will go to Bradley here. Mm. Although the the true answer is too many. It usually does round out (laughs) to somewhere around three, so it's tied up 1-1. Last question here in the trivia round. Remember, the winner is going to get to decide if Mm. they go first or second in the oral arguments on what television show. Do a fast-talking mother and daughter duo constantly talk. All right, Teresa.
3: Gilmore Girls. Gilmore oh, oh.
5: Girls is correct. My buzzer wasn't there. <laughs> Teresa, two to one. Bradley could not get to the buzzer <laughs> quick enough. Also, Bradley, uh, obviously a big fan of the Gilmore Girls, though, because you were hustling to find something. You almost got in there. I knew it so well. That means uh, Teresa has two points, and Bradley, okay. you have one. All right, here we go, Teresa. That means you get to decide who gets to make their argument first. Mm. What are you thinking? Do you want to lead uh, off, or do you want to be the home team?
3: I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him go first.
5: Okay, so Teresa has decided that Bradley will go first. But before we get into the oral arguments, it's time to take a break. <music>
1: sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, Toyota,
2: let's go places. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament
4: upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date.
1: All right, we're back here
5: in Food Court. Uh, To recap today, in Food Court, we have the case of whether coffee should ever cost more than $2. It's a bold claim that Teresa has made, and I can't wait to hear all the evidence. This is the way it works, everyone. Each of you will have three minutes to state your case. During the three minutes, you cannot use your time to go low or focus on your opponent. Mm. Make your own case first. The positives of why you believe your thing should be your thing— You got it? Got it. Okay, now, Teresa, you said that Bradley should go first. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a very nice judge, so after you both state your cases, you will get an additional two minutes to do a rebuttal, to go into all the reasons why your opponent is wrong, because that's fun and totally the way court works, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm not a regular judge, just so we're clear. I'm a cool judge, all right? And (laughs) I may have personal biases, but they are erased for the sake of food court. Okay, Bradley, chef. Brad, it is time to lay your case on us and let Teresa know why expensive coffee rules. You ready? All right, you got three minutes, Bradley. I'll show you the shot, the shot clock when it gets close. And your time starts
4: now. Okay, so I don't want to bring down the mood, but here it goes. Why you should <laughs> oh actually want to drink expensive coffee is because coffee should kind of be expensive. There's this whole thing going on, which is not even a thing. It's like if you know, if you read about the coffee and you read about like, you know, fair trade coffee and why that's really important. It's because these, I think, you know, I was going to go here. These farmers actually, it's like deplorable conditions, child labor, you know, right now in the the coffee market is so low. Like it was like 14 years ago, it was $2 for a pound of coffee. And now it's 89 cents for a pound of coffee. And that is like, is destroying these, these farmers and the producers too, to, to be making these, these crops. And they're being forced to, to grow like, uh, you know, uh, all these, illicit crops because they can't grow coffee anymore because they're not making any money and they're like starting to grow like coca leaves and i don't know if you've ever worked for uh, a coke boss they're not very pleasant (laughs) to work for and they don't care about child welfare and they don't care about deplorable conditions and that's why coffee should be expensive we should really know where our food comes from and where um the coffee beans are coming from because it's a very very important like i said i don't want to bring us down here richard but it's a very important thing to really to really think about is this whole coffee thing and, th- and that's why the fair trade coffee act and fair trade coffee is so important because they're trying to at least mediate or at least kind of just control um where this coffee's produced how it's uh, how it's produced what you can sell it for and try to get rid of like what's really happening to these coffee and that's robusta that's a these are all it's all coffee so you see this really cheap coffee in the store you know from a 7-eleven or whatever and i i don't see the co- i see what's going on behind the cup But don't get me wrong. There's still the whole like the whole another debate of what's in the actual cup, which is, which is the price of the coffee. Now you're paying for the brand, you're paying for the marketing, all those kind of stuff, which I'm completely against. But coffee on its own, I think it should be expensive because I think these are really things we should we should think about when we have our coffee enemas in the morning. And uh, drive our metal coffins to work every day. I told you I was going to bring us down. Are you, but... <laughs> are you doing coffee enemas? Is that something no. we should bring to record? <laughs> I that... think every time you drink coffee, you get a little coffee enema going on. But uh, no, mm, I think it's very I don't important, know if I know I agree with that. <laughs> I think it's really important to know. And it should be expensive. And not only that, people that make this coffee and produce, like an artisan. I think chefs are artisans. So I kind of really respect mm. when somebody does something right by a barista bringing out the subtle aromatics of um, being floral or being acidic. I really respect when people put their time and energy into making something delicious. And um, I think that should be rewarded. If not monetarily, it should be rewarded just by us respecting the game. And that's how I feel about expensive.
5: But you are saying they're rewarded monetarily by charging a greater price.
4: Yeah, or at least we should be. Even the cheap coffee shouldn't be cheap, cheap. Because there's a price to pay and it's our humanity for these people that are doing these things, you know, working in deplorable conditions and child labor. There we go. That is 3 minutes mm. flat.
5: Bradley Miller, chef, breaking it down. To Tell, me why, children. Children Tell me, me why you hate children now. Tell me why you're not yeah. working for I should have gone coke first boss. is uh,
3: what I'm learning. Uh.
5: Also, potentially Brad has just launched a spin-off <gasps> podcast about his adventures working for a coke boss. <laughs> I'm trying to be a gentleman. Uh, I am uh, listen, I you know usually first. don't let people know where they stand in their arguments, but I am also going to dock you a half a point, uh, Chef Brad for taking a shot at 7-Eleven Slurpee's rule. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for sponsors always. <laughs> all right, Teresa, it is your turn now. You will have three minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this is positives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will show you the shot clock here. Bradley, of course, making the the case that it's all for the children and for the farmers. <laughs> and for and the I, I'm not
3: allowed to address those until the second correct, round. Correct. correct? This okay. is all
5: positives of why coffee should be under $2. Teresa, your time starts now.
3: Okay. So again, I'm going to address all of that, but later. So right now I'm just going to talk about my prepared argument, which is I like coffee with breakfast, and breakfast should not cost over $6. If you're charging $6 for a cup of coffee, that does not leave much to absorb the acidity of the coffee. Honestly, most of the time when I pay a lot for coffee, it's because I'm walking into a shop with art school dropouts who think they're better than me and get mad at me if I ask for an iced coffee. And they're like, we don't do that. We do cold brew. There's ice in it. That's iced coffee. I don't care what you say. I just want a cold coffee. I want to wake the f- up. If you're charging that much money for coffee, that's like, okay, here's, I've walked into pour over. I've been like, I want a coffee. I got to go. And they're like, no, no, it's going to take five minutes. Just watch me pour this water. Watch it bloom. Well, I'm trying to bloom. I'm trying to wake up, okay? I don't want to watch my coffee wake up. It's like if I was like, can you open the window? I want some sun. And the person was like, no, no, no. You can have sun gently filtered down through a diffuser. I'm like, no, just open the window. I want sun. You shouldn't be regulating coffee, coffee should be a commodity we should all have granted everything is fair blah 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 I'm talking about that I'm not talking about baristas thinking they're better than me charging a lot of money and I don't like the attitude either because I don't know all of a sudden we changed over to pour over coffee and I'm I'm an asshole because I don't know because I walked in a place that says coffee and I asked for coffee and they're like "Mm -mm, our coffee is different then don't call it coffee call it something else call it snobby brown drink I don't know do whatever you want um okay what else did I have to say oh okay I still have a lot of time okay I want to argue for drip because this is the real thing people are renaming coffee and they're saying like oh drip is not good I want pour over you know what drip is good you know what drip is drip is slang for ice drip is a good thing there are songs that cardi b migos drip is a cool thing okay drip is a thing that we like drip coffee is good. I know people shit on gas station coffee, but what do I want when I'm driving a long road trip? Do I want to s- stop in a blue bottle and wait 10 minutes for a barista to look me in the eyes? No, I want to walk into a gas station, chug a pound of black coffee, wake up and make it all the way to San Francisco. Okay, that's what I want. So I'd I- I feel like I've made my point. The only time I feel like coffee should cost a lot is maybe the ones that are pooped out by an elephant. But even that, I'm like, I feel like that's not humane. So let's not really do that. But I have heard of that. That's a thing. You can Google it. Everything else I feel like is just markup. It's just prissy art school markup. And um, I'm not here for it what else oh okay finally my final closing statement is I feel like coffee is an acquired taste no babies are born liking coffee we all remember hating coffee and now we like it if it's an acquired taste you shouldn't be a snob about it it means it's all bad and we've all just crossed over right it's like when you walk into an apartment and you smell cat pee and then you're like you'll get used to it that's what coffee is you're not snobby about your cat pee okay don't be snobby about your coffee it wakes you up that's why you drink it Where are
4: these apartments you're going to
3: there's, there's, too, a, there's like coffee yeah. that's pooped out by elephants and like handpicked. That's like oh. the new
4: one. The, the bat one is five hundred dollars a pound. Yeah, it's insane. I don't know why you. would do, I mean, hope they rinse it.
3: Yeah, well, it's like again, fifty dollars a cup. Oh and yeah, <laughs> yeah, they rinse it like a, rich people have too much time.
4: Okay, there we go. Uh, that is a pretty incredible
5: first round right there. Teresa also dropped Cardi B and Migos and perhaps <laughs> the line of not to put any pressure on you, Brad, but babies aren't born liking coffee. This was a big. This is a big statement. It's going to be tough to come back from that one. But we are. T- it is time now for rebuttal. Are we ready, Teresa? Yes. Brad? Yes. You know that I'm a chef, and I have to put all my prejudices aside and base my judgments on the arguments made today and not my own opinions. Now it's time to go for it. It's your chance to go negative. Uh, Brad, you're going to be up first. You'll have now two minutes to let Teresa and uh, everyone that agrees with her at this moment know why they're absolutely (laughs) wrong your two minutes start now
4: so basically i I listened i took Mm -hmm. it all in and from what i understand is you don't necessarily hate coffee you hate pretentiousness so hating pretentiousness is not really hating the coffee and and i'm not trying to say you hate children i would never ever go that far and say you don't care about the (laughs) children in these in these fields and these families i would never go that far so i'm not even going to say that i just think that it seems like it, it seems like we're going towards the pretentiousness of coffee, which, like anything, it can it, anything can be pretentious. And when you put a label on uncertain certain items and make them expensive or make them, whatever, there's pretentiousness to it. There's you know pretentiousness to having a Louis Vuitton bag, and there's pretentiousness to having a seven dollar and you know fifty cent like you know pour over drip coffee that you have to wait for. But just like anything else, I think that there's a time and a place for things to take your time and to enjoy it. And this, I I just think this gets so the world's so hardcore and we got so much like going on that sometimes it's nice to take a little time, get a little drip coffee in you and uh, you know get a little pour over if you want to. <laughs> <Ooh>. And uh, <laughs> I it's not drip versus whatever, but I just also think it's a uh, drips expensive too. I got that. I got that expensive non machine. It's, it's an arm and a leg, but I just, I, I think also you're fighting for, you know, not to be pretentious. And I'm, I completely agree with that, but I don't agree that coffee shouldn't be expensive just because uh, honestly, because of what goes on, in these different countries and what's happening with these people that um, have to make this coffee, even the really cheap coffee is 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 a part of this, too. And I just really I really, really feel that I don't like pretentiousness either, but I do like expensive coffee and people that took their time and pay their people well um, should charge appropriately.
5: There you are. You're resting your case, Brad. With I'm 20 resting seconds my case. Left. OK,
4: is re- resting
5: his case, leaving 15 extra seconds. I would just babbled yeah, for you. It. I would just babbled. Mm. No, I like it. Uh, <laughs> I like how you sort of maybe Teresa doesn't know what she's arguing for. Is that what you're saying? She's arguing for being anti pretentiousness. Yes,
4: that's that's what I'm that's what I'm um, thinking.
5: You didn't say that she doesn't like children, but I mean, I think we all picked up what you were saying.
4: <laughs> I, I went low. That's what, I'm so
5: sorry. <laughs> I had to go low. I, yeah, I, I, you did go very it's about low. Winning. That's a very, that's a low. It's a chef thing. Uh, like yeah, to win. that is that is all right. Teresa, <laughs> two minutes now to let Brad know exactly why he's wrong about expensive coffee. Are you ready to go? Yes. Your time starts now.
3: Okay, first of all, whether I like or hate children is moot because it's not part of this argument. I obviously only drink coffee that's legally procured and fair trade. But I will say, with that floor set, right, let's say we all raise the conditions of farmers— with that floor set, I still don't think we should be putting people in pour-over shops who are going to side-eye me because I wanted a nice coffee. Like, just call that something else. So I think that that's moot, and I also think... I worked as a boba uh, barista before and boba's cheaper than $7 coffee and that you get way more bang for your buck. So I'm okay paying $7 for boba. That's totally fine. If I'm paying $7 for coffee, there better be fucking pudding in it, okay? I don't want to drink some, like, it's just, I just think this is pretentious and you're right about the pretentiousness, but I disagree that that's not a fair argument because when you go to a museum, what are you paying for? You're paying for the art, right? You're paying for that pretentiousness. You're not going to the sidewalk looking at hopscotch there's a difference. So I do think it adds to the product. And I think they're trying to mark up something that shouldn't be marked up, making it feel like art, making it feel like a craft. When at the end of the day, what do we want from coffee? We want to wake up. We're not trying to sit down and sip. I'm not in Paris. If I was, then maybe I would, but then I'd be paying for the ambiance. If I wanted to go cup, I'm paying seven extra dollars to stand in a longer line, to wait longer and to made, be made feel better be made feel bad. I don't know. You know, English is not my first language. I'm so sorry. And oh, and then I want to address your Coke boss thing as well. (laughs) Um, I have never done Coke, but that's because I have never been offered it. I've been offered kombucha. Another thing I think is very arrogant and uh, created just to be expensive for no reason at all. These are all natural things that we should all have all the time. In fact, it should be free. Okay. I I said it. Free Coke for all.
4: Got it.
5: Teresa coming through, also making a pitch to come back at food court and argue for kombucha being pretentious (laughs) as well. I have to say, Teresa, Brad, you have given me a a ton to think about. This is the first episode where urine and poop and coke (laughs) bosses have all come into the conversation. I will have to retire to my chambers to really weigh this one out. Uh, And while I do that, it's time for a quick break.
2: places.
5: Okay, I am back from my new chambers, you look which have well-rested. been thank you so much. <laughs> that will not affect my verdict. Uh, listen, before I actually deliver the verdict, do we have any last words from either of you? Chef Brad?
4: No, I think I think you have a I think you actually have a very fair argument talking about how you just you don't want the price to be what it is. And I actually completely agree with you that we need to seriously dive deep. And like we had a little we well, were in your chambers, we had a conversation mm. um about how the, the consumer setting the price and paying these prices is leading to why they're so high. But there's actually, if you actually go on Fairtrade, it's actually fairtrade.com and read about it. It's literally, I was reading like 45 pages of, it's way more complex than we could ever get into in two minutes, but it's really interesting to just some of the support.
5: Okay, Brad, that was final words, <laughs> yeah. not final paragraphs. Oh, sorry, uh-huh.
4: sorry, Richard.
3: Teresa, um,
5: any any final statements?
3: Yeah, in, in the same spirit, I really appreciate you bringing this to all of our attentions and I agree with you. My final word is that, Because you had so little to argue about the taste and the uh, value of actually paying a lot for coffee, you had to bring in market prices. I agree with you. We should have fair trade. But that just proves my point further that the taste does not account for that price.
5: Okay. Well said. Here we go. Again, I have thought about this one uh, long and hard in my chambers and probably for the first time in food court history, (laughs) I almost decided (laughs) to send this to the Court of Appeals. That's how close this came down. At the end of the day, I felt like, Chef Brad, you're arguing for the ingredient, for the cost of the fair trade and the labor that's involved, for saving children and farmers. Teresa, really... Uh, made your argument that you're paying for the art more than you are paying for the ingredient, perhaps, and that that price has been inflated. You both agree on all of the fair trade issues. This one was very tough, but at the end of the day, it came down to really one strong statement that sort of won me over about the price of coffee, and it was its like walking into a room that smells like urine. (laughs) Someone tells you to just get used to it, and that's what's happened with the prices of coffee. I decide that Teresa wins.
3: Oh, my gosh. all right.
5: I knew I went too low. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you both for joining me in my courtroom. It has been amazing. For more Teresa Lee, please check out her podcast. You can tell me anything, and you can find her on our social media at... at Um, Larissa T. T. Yeah. I thought that was a typo, but you got it right, Crystal. Of course you did. You can catch Bradley on Food Truck Nation and Best Thing I Ever Ate on Cooking Channel and on Instagram and Facebook at Chef Brad Miller. And listen, hey, uh, do you guys think I got this one wrong? Do you think I'm the smartest man in the world <laughs> and you can't even believe it? I, I know you don't. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Richard Blaze to let me know. Food Court is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Richard Blaze. My producer is Crystal Batmai. Food Court was created by our executive producer Christopher Hasiotis, and to the rest of my Food Court clerks, Gabrielle Collins, David Wasserman, Jasmine Blaze, and our theme song comes courtesy of Jason Neismith. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And until next week, Food Court is out of session.
2: Oh. That
3: was so fun. That was fun. You you did drive it hard. With
2: Get your pineapple off of my pizza.